Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to each and every single listener wherever you are out there in the world. And welcome back to Random Talks about random topics, one shots, with your host, Ferry. Now, today's episode is going to be a short one, but I'll be discussing a widely unsung hero during the Second World War, Alan Matheson Turing. His comeuppance, his war efforts, and his legacy. Now, you're going to be asking, Ferry, why are you discussing about this guy out of the blue? Well, um, this is actually for a uh, subject of mine. So this is a project that I'm doing. But uh, it really came from the drive and motivation that not a lot of people know about Turing, the father of computers, basically. And I want to take this chance to really put my thoughts and what I've gathered for information out there. So let's begin. Born on the 23rd of June 1912 in London, England, he was a son of a civil servant. He entered the University of Cambridge to study mathematics in 1931. Although once he graduated, he was elected a fellowship at King's College in recognition of his probability theory. His seminal paper on computable numbers, however, with an application of, I will apologize if I pronounce this wrong, the Enshadung's problem, or the decision problem, was recommended for uh, publicization by the American mathematical genius Alonzo Church. He then moved on to Princeton University to study for his PhD in mathematical logic under Church's direction, which Turing completed in the year 1938. Now, according to Britannica, the Enshadung's problem, or the decision problem, sought an effective method for solving the fundamental mathematical problem of determining exactly which mathematical statements are provable within a given formal mathematical system and which are not. It was the work on this that Turing had invented the universal Turing machine, an abstract machine that contains the logical principles of the digital computer. Furthermore, both Turing and Church independently show that there is no resolution in general, proving there is no consistent formal system of arithmetic that has an effective decision method. Now, let's talk about the Church and Turing thesis, right? Britannica also says that an important step in Turing's argument about the Enshadung problem was the claim that everything humanly computable can also be computed by the universal Turing machine. Now, this is important because it marks the it, it, it marks out the limits of human computation. Church, however, uses the thesis that all human computable functions are identical to what he called the lambda definable functions, which are functions on the positive integers whose values can be calculated by a process of repeated substitution. In 1936, Turing showed that Church's thesis was sharing the same conclusion as the lambda definable function is completely computable by the universal Turing machine and vice versa. In 1938 though, he joined the government code and cipher school, which would have him join the wartime efforts at Bletchley Park. Early in the year, Marian Rajewski had cracked the internal writing of the Enigma and created an encoding machine, the Bomba. It would become useless in 1940 due to the Germans changing the procedures. And the Bomba depended on their old procedures, on the old German procedures. But Turing and his team would then create a similar Enigma machine called the Bombay with an E and would supply allies with important military information for the rest of the war. By early 1942, they would have decoded about 39,000 intercepted messages which would rise to 84,000 per month. He would then devise the first systemic method for breaking messages encrypted by the Germans, which the British called the Tunny. He was awarded becoming an officer of the Most Excellent Order of the British Empire, OBE, for his code-breaking work. 
When the war was over, he was recruited into the National Physical Laboratory in London to create an electric computer. Now, his design for the automatic computing engine, ACE, 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 was the first completed specification of an electric stored program, all-purpose digital computer. Had it been built based on Turin's original plans, it would have been vastly had more memory and faster. The NPL would lose the race to build the world's first working electronic stored program digital computer as the Royal Society Computing Machine Laboratory at the University of Manchester would take the honors. Turing was discouraged by the delays NPL had and would take up the reins of deputy dictatorship of the Computing Machine Laboratory, which at the time did not have a director. Now moving on to the book Alan M. Turing, Centenary Edition, would talk about his life after the war. Emphasizing his work on computing machinery, Turing would see himself questioning the sequence of numbers if it would end at one point or would stay endless and would keep going. Through all difficulties, he would break the code and observe that a completely general description of any conceivable automaton can be given in a finite number of words. Now it's possible for automatons to have the ability to interpret definitions, giving them the ability to read a dictionary and grammar and to follow their instructions. He would create a readership in the theory of computing in May of 1953. And since 1951, he had been working on artificial life. This would be the foundation of AI technology, and this would cement Alan Turing as the father of modern computer science. Though elected a fellow of the Royal Society of London, which was a high honor, it didn't get any easier for his life. When in March of 1952, he was convicted of gross indecency, basically stating that homosexuality was a crime in Britain during the time. Now, with a criminal record, he would not be able to work for Government Communications Headquarters, the British government's post-war code-breaking center. In the midst of this groundbreaking work, he was found dead in his bed, poisoned by cyanide, on June 7, 1954, at the age of 41. The official verdict was suicide, but no motives were established. If it weren't for Turing's groundbreaking code-breaking during World War II, the Allies may have well lost. And thanks to this development, he went on to study artificial life in computing machines, which would give us helpful AIs like Siri, Alexa, Google, and many more. Can you imagine controlling our houses just by being in one place and just calling out the names? With his study on artificial life, the universal Turing machine as a basis for the automatic computing engine, and the Turing test, technology would not have been as far ahead as it is now, prompting Alan Matheson Turing of acquiring the name the father of modern computer science. We wouldn't be in this ever-evolving technological world if it weren't for you, Mr. Turing. So if you're above and listening, I thank you for everything you have done, not only for society, but for mathematics, opening gateways into the digital landscape.